Hi, I'm Jennifer Wilde, and you're listening to Sober Exposure. If it's about recovery, we're going to cover it. It's like one big therapy session, but it's free. So thanks for joining our dysfunctional family as we uncover recovery with Sober Exposure. Let's go. Hey guys, it is Sober Exposure, another edition with me, Jen Wild. You guys miss me. We used to do Sober Exposure like, I think we did like an episode a day. No, I'm just kidding, like one a week. And now everyone got used to it and we're kind of slowing down. So it's been two weeks. So I had to bring you a superpower, superhero guest. I had to bring it, okay? And um, I think that I did. And this is going to be interesting because we've, we've got so much to talk about with this woman. Now, Tonka is the founder of Pro Pilates, all right? She also has a huge background in neuroscience, which I don't fucking know what that is. She'll tell us. Uh, human anatomy, everything body. In a nutshell, this is how I'm going to explain Tonka, okay? She's got this place in Fort Lauderdale, and I was answering the phones for her. And if Tonka was sick, if she couldn't make it, these people would literally like have nervous breakdowns because she helped their pain so much. Um, Scotty Pippen's a fan. For Scotty Pippen, basketball player. Scotty Pippen was a client. So, I mean, talk has been around. She knows her shit. Uh, my headphones just broke. Um, and so we're just going to talk about, first of all, what's been going on in your life and tell us a little bit about, I always wondered about this. How did you get your start in fitness and everything? Like what, what gave you the passion? Like when I was a kid, I knew I wanted to hang out with rock stars and do a lot of drugs. <laughs> it's just part of my whole life, you know, and it worked for a long time. You know, that's what I inspired to be. Tell us a little bit about your background, Tonka, and welcome. Hey, Jen. I'm so happy to be here. I, um, you know, we kind of like, you know, during the pandemic, we kind of like lost track a little bit, but you know what? I just, your energy is so addictive. I love it. And I'm so happy to be here. Um, I'm originally from Bulgaria, so I started uh, with exercising very long time ago. To us, sports were kind of like part of our life. We tried every sport that's out there. We practice every sport at school. So sports and physical activities is kind of part of my DNA, if I can say that. I don't need anybody to motivate me. I, I just feel so incredible after workout. So that's kind of my introduction to physical fitness and activity was me actually growing up and being the only girl in a family of seven boys. I have seven cousins and, you know, standing up for myself with the boys. Oh yeah. Fighting and just being, you know, as strong as they can. And uh, that's basically where um, this whole mentality of exercise and being physical and being active actually started with me. I, when I came to the United States, I was really drawn to be a physical therapist. And I actually enrolled in the physical therapy program in Florida International University, which got really boring for me, you know, being Mm, the creative Mm -hmm. mind that I am. And um, I decided to stop with trying to be a physical therapist and went to New York to study Pilates with Romana Krizanovska, who was Joseph Pilates's right hand for wow. over 50 years. Yeah, and, so uh, talk, just, to, just to reiterate, we're talking to somebody that worked with, I mean, Joseph Pilates' protege, correct? Yeah. Like Joseph, yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's a, that's a lot to be said. And it's interesting, too, when you were talking about your brothers and everything, because you are also an entrepreneur. You run this business, very strong woman. And uh, it's just interesting that it's almost like because you had to fight through with all your brothers. Yes. I attribute that because I'm always trying to get into the psychological side. You know, that, that was part of a, a big benefit for you in life, you know? It was such a, big, such a great lesson for me because nothing really was handed to me. Although when I got a little bit older, I found out that my, my grandfather was slapping everybody else but me when they did something wrong. And I kind of like got away with a lot of things. So, um, but it was, it was such incredible, a training for me 
to be consistent and to not give up and just to keep pushing forward. Because being a woman uh, in business, it's not easy, actually. <laughs> it is challenging. And at times, if, if I push in a certain way, I'm being looked at like, oh, you know, she's a big bitch. bitch, you know. But if a man does it, it's okay. They get away with that. So I refuse to accept that. And, you know, and you, you do this in such a great way. And I got to tell you, the direction of the podcast is sort of going in a different way. And it is about your entrepreneurship and your um, ability to come here and be a businesswoman. And like you spoke about being a bitch, because, you know, also there's so much jealousy too. like Tonka has this Pilates studio with all these wealthy women. These women would come in like, I mean, friggin. These these cars were so friggin' Italian and fancy. I didn't even know that. You're like, you know, like your sunglasses cost more than my friggin' entire house. Your sunglasses, literally, you know. These are the people that that Tonka trains and works with and and heals. So um, there's a lot of jealousy there as well. And you know, you, you've done a very good job to just separate that. Because I real I wear my emotions on my sleeve. You don't. There's a difference. <laughs> well. I just hide them well, Jen. That's all. I just hide them better than you do. So that's 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 all. But um, it is just very very um, interesting to even from the perspective of the mindset, and it, which goes you know very well for exercise and entrepreneurship and you know like being your your best version of yourself. You know that neurological um, um, structure that you build for yourself. And I, I think that was one of the reasons why I also went into neuroscience when I did. Um, not only because neuroscience is pretty much what controls this, this piece right here, the human body, which is this masterpiece that is so intelligent and, and it's so um, incredibly put together, but also because of the mental component you know, talking about, um, you know, your daily tasks, it all comes to the, that neurological structure that you build for yourself. How do you handle your day? Yeah, this is exactly how you handle your day. And you handle your day from the most um, efficient and effective space that you can possibly put yourself in. Because think about this, your decisions, your reactions, your um, actions, it's all based on, on your mindset. And if your mindset is not strong and, and properly put together, you are pretty much going down the path of self-destruction. Right. So how, how do you change it? What if you're in a hole? How do you change your mindset? And so it comes easier to some than others. Like some people are born with drive. I'm born lazy. I told you when I was a kid, I wanted to go, you know, <laughs> chase rock stars and stuff, you know, um, what would you tell somebody? How, how do we change our thinking? And, and how, how do we, how do we change the law? Right. Where do we get that fire? Okay. So we are going to go back to the very foundation of our nervous system. I mean, this is just in our DNA. We're born with this. We have all these mechanisms that are encoded in our body that actually helps us function well, mentally, physically, emotionally, cognitively. They even shape our personality types. And, and we don't know how to channel them. Exactly we don't know how to channel them. Exactly right, exactly right. We can change, you can change your personality type just by addressing those mechanisms that maybe when you were growing up, they were disrupted or maybe they didn't integrate properly enough or maybe you went through a traumatic experience and that disrupted those mechanisms. Nobody goes back and checks those things. Remember when you were a kid, Jen, and you were fearless, okay? You were jumping over fences and I was riding. Uh, listen, when we were kids, we used to take our bikes. And if you have brakes on your bikes, you're a sissy. Okay. Remember, <laughs> I, I, rode, I rode bikes with my cousins. Okay. So the moment I got my first bike, brand new bike, it was my New Year's Eve present. Guess what I did? The first thing, ripped the brakes off oh, because Lord. you're not part of the, you're not part of the, of the club if you have right. your brakes on, right? But remember how 
you know, we were on the top of the world. You know, you were fearless, man. You were like, I can handle anything. No fear of falling, no fear of getting hurt. Like how I feel when I did a big line of cocaine. Sorry, I had to add that. Exactly it's the sober right. show. Sorry. No, 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 exactly. But exactly you know, right. like talking about drugs in front of Tonk, I feel like I'm talking about like like sex with my mom or something. You know Aww. what I mean? <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. That's okay. That's okay. That's exactly. But it's, it's pretty much that. I mean, you know what? Remember that that feeling? Well, what if I tell you that you can tap into that feeling every day? And you can feel I, like that every day. I would say how and sign me up and show me. And I know that you do because you do, because she's up at friggin' five o'clock in the morning and productive until the day, you know, the second she goes to bed, seriously. So, yes, and then I wipe out for like 10 hours, you know, like <laughs> I just, I literally, my head hits the pillow and I'm done. That's it. So, so what is it that we do? Is it Pilates? Is it stretching? Is it massage? Is it meditation? It actually is neuroscience. So just really in a nutshell, okay? And please challenge me if, if I say something that you don't understand so I can explain okay. more in detail. So if you think of, of our body, your nervous system is the boss of you. I don't care what anybody says. Your nervous system controls everything. Our nervous system has two different parts. It has one part that includes your brain and your spinal cord, which is the center of your nervous system. That's why it's called the central nervous system. And then you have the second part, which is the nerves that stem out of your spinal cord and your brain, and they communicate with the rest of the body. So this is the communication system. Now, your per peripheral nervous system is also divided into different parts, but I'm going to go into one specific part which is called the autonomic, or we can think of it as the automatic nervous system. So Jen, when I say automatic, what does that mean to you? Automatic means it just happens. It just it happens. happens. Exactly. You don't think about it. You don't have control about it. Okay. Right. So this automatic or autonomic part of your nervous system controls your heartbeat, your breathing, your digestion, your lung capacity, all of this is controlled automatically. You cannot change that. You cannot control that, okay? Now, that automatic nervous system has two different pathways. So this is where it gets really interesting, okay? And this is where we need like, like some hot chick or something like that. We'll show you that this is where, you know. <laughs> exactly. So guys, watch us on YouTube because you got two hot chicks. But because I think a lot of this, they, they should be seeing too. So, okay. That's right. So Jen, next podcast, you and me together in bathing suits. That's right. You got it. Oh my and gosh. Stilettos. Let's do it. Well, we don't want to turn them off. So I'll have the cover up and you can have the bathing suit. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So. Yeah. So, okay. So this is the other part of the nervous system that, okay. If I'm, if I'm following, that means they are, cause I'm not that smart. So keep going. Oh, stop it. Okay. So automatic or autonomic nervous system functions in two circuits. You have your sympathetic and parasympathetic circuits. Okay. So how do we explain that? So think of a ladder, right? When you're on the top of the ladder, you're in your superstar circuit. You're on the top of the world. Okay? okay. This is where your body functions optimally. Everything is properly regulated. Your breathing, your digestion, your lung capacity, your liver, all the internal organs are communicating and, and really working well together. So all the chakras are aligned in, exactly. our, in my world. Exactly. Okay. All the chakras aligned. Now, what controls this circuit is you feeling safe. This is where your body is ready to learn. This is your body is ready to explore. You're ready to go out there and put yourself out there because you feel good. You want to interact with other people. You want to share your thoughts with other people. You want to be with friends. You want to be with family. So this is the circuit where you constantly want to be in. This is your superstar circuit. So now, yeah. Jen, remember what I said about this circuit, oh, this part of the autonomics, automatic nervous system. What was the most important thing about it? it we don't think about it. It just exactly. happens. Exactly. It's automatic. So now 
the moment your system, your autonomic, think of your autonomic nervous system as your surveillance, okay? Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. moment your system senses danger on the outside of your body or the inside of the body, remember what we said? It's automatic. So you don't control that. You can be telling yourself, oh, I feel safe. I feel good. But if you ate lunch and you ate fish that was not really that fresh, and now your body's about to get sick, but you don't feel sick yet. Well, guess what? Your body already knows you're going to get sick. So mm -hmm. you cannot be in your superstar circuit. Okay. Or if you had one too many glasses of wine, even mm -hmm. if you don't feel sick yet, your body knows you'll be getting sick. So it takes you down the next step from, from that top of the world feeling. Okay. So when the body senses that something is not exactly well, it's kind of like it starts to feel it not at ease anymore. The second circuit kicks in your fight or flight circuit. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say fight or flight. Okay. Fight or flight. So what does that mean to us, Jen? What am I going to do? I'm either going to kick your ass or run. Exactly. So in <laughs> both cases, what is going to happen to your body? If I'm here, look at me. If I'm here like this, or I'm going protective. To yeah, you're going to be under stress or protection exactly. mode. Exactly. I'm going to be under stress. I'm in self-protection, self-preservation mode. My muscles will get super tight. Mm. So why do we stretch, Jen? Tell me, why do people stretch? How is stress but, going to take you out of fight or flight? I know you don't like stretching. Do you exactly still not like stretching? I, like I remember stretching. you never liked stretching. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is exactly I, know. I don't know. I, like I hate stretching. stretching. Exactly. So why would I stretch? You know, yeah. stretching cannot take me out of fight or flight response. My body's trying to cope with stress. I need to live it alone. Let it cope with the stress. Right. So if I'm stretching, it's giving it more stress. Exactly. exactly. What about weight training? What about, I mean, you could say that about everything like um, so, jumping and jump rope. Right. So let's talk about that. What did we say the, when you were in the first circuit? What did we say the body was ready to do? It was ready to the first circuit go, go out and explore. Yeah, go, that's what I was gonna say. Okay, go right? out and explore. Right. Go yes. and change, make changes. Well, mm -hmm. when I'm in fight or flight response, my body's too busy surviving. Is it gonna change anything? No. no. So I go to the gym when I'm in fight or flight. What happens? I now break. My body now gets hurt. Yeah, like me today. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so, I have a bad shoulder. I, I I listen, you're talking to somebody that has a lot of gym injuries and 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 you would kill me. Exactly why. And this is exactly what the general public, everybody does this. People go to the gym and they their bodies in is in complete stress response. Now your workout becomes added stress. It is not anything that's gonna help you get better. If either your goal is to lose weight or to get stronger or to get more flexible, none of this is going to happen to you. Your body is too busy surviving. You go and you put the body through all these obstacles called workout, your body is going to break and you're going to get injured. So people are going to like hearing this and they're going to think that you can't work out. But I also know Tonka and that's not what she's saying because I've done some of her classes saying. and you can't, this chick's in friggin' The, you know, like you have to go on her Instagram, but she's friggin' fit as fuck. She could, but it's, it, but I mean, like muscle tone, um, but not just the big dumb bones, like uh, people that are into Pilates. When you lift weights, there's the big, big dumb muscles, but like she, every little tiny little muscle in her back you could see. Plus, she could run 10 miles and not be out of breath, which is also important. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people that look real fit, they look great, they look fit, but you know what? Let's see you run to the stop sign down the street. They can't. Yes. Yes. All right. You, we have to smart. We have to train smart, not hard. You have to train your body to get better at everything it does, not to destroy it and break it. That is what we have to do. So going back. So let's review real quick what we've covered so far. So I love this. Let's review. I like it. Let's review. So which one was our top, top circuit. It was our superstar circuit, right? That's this the top. The yeah. top of the ladder. Okay. That's You're where we want to be. Yeah. yeah. 
we the nervous system starts sensing you're not very safe something is wrong what happens fight or flight fight or flight okay so yeah. now when fight or flight becomes chronic when people stay in fight or flight for a long time or when the stress that you're going through is too severe you now go all the way in the basement to the bottom of the ladder so this is the, your hiding circuit. This is where you completely disengage with the world. You, you completely shut down everything on the outside and you go into hiding. This is your social disengagement circuit. This is where the way I want you to think of this circuit is like you live in your house for two weeks. Do you leave all the lights on and everything plugged in and your AC up and all that? No, you live only bare minimum. You live only what the house needs to be okay. Well, that what happens to your body, guys, when you go into that hiding space. This is where obesity happens. This is where diabetes happens. This is where high blood pressure, high cholesterol happens because the body is in complete survival mode, complete survival mode. So you know how, when we talked about fight or flight, we said yeah. that the muscles get really tight. Mm. Well, when you go into that hiding circuit, it's the opposite. This is where you wake up in the morning and you have no energy to get out of bed. That's me. I'm in that. I am. It's terrible. Yes. But. So this is where you you don't have energy to work out you don't want to do anything you just want to be left alone now all of these three circuits are very important because remember your fight of your uh, superstar circuit scans your environment internal or external fight or flight energizes you okay mm. and your your social disengagement circuit controls your digestion. So see how all of a sudden, if you maintain you being in that uh, social disengagement, that hiding space, you're not getting nutrients from your food. Your digestive right. system is disrupted. So how are you going to nourish the body? How are you going to energize the system? You can't. So this is a very tough space to get stuck in. And a lot of people get stuck in that space. So what I think that this is the space where also, because we have a lot of addicts that are listening, whether right. whether or not you're a dry drunk, which is kind of what I feel like I am right now, where you're in recovery, but you just feel like shit all, you know, you're not really, you're, you're not on a vibe right. or you're using and you can't stop using it or um, just, it sounds like that's the frequency. It's like low, low yes. frequency. Yeah. So, and I, I, I think in energy, so I'm thinking low frequency, I think right. in uh, notes and energy. So how do we get out? What do we do? You're down. What do you do? Like I, yes. me, I, I just want to take an energy drink or uh, watch TV or, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just want to escape. Yes. So here's how we do that. For you to be able to come out of that hiding space, you have to energize your system. And this is the hardest thing to do, especially when you're in that space and you've been in that space for a long time. So what you have to do is that you have to get your butt out of your house and you need to go walking, okay? Brisk walk, one hour every day, no exceptions. You don't feel like it, tough shit. You get out one foot in front of the other and you start walking, okay? Once a day, twice a day, three times a day. This is your way out of feeling that way because it is very difficult and sometimes it's impossible to go from a hiding circuit to your superstar circuit. It's much easier to, to go to your superstar circuit from fight or flight because mm -hmm. the system already has energy in fight or flight. You see, you're, you're ready to fight or to run. You're energized and you can jump into that top um, top circuit. But when you're all the way on the bottom, unless you energize the system, there is no going out. Yeah. The other yeah. thing that's also extremely important is you got to do it. Yeah. You got to do it. Do and it. that's, that's, de that's depression solution. 101 that exactly. we talk about all the time. And 
I have such a hard time doing it too. But when I do what I do, like my biggest healing was when I went to Sedona, Arizona. And yeah. that's when I figured out that I have to be in nature. Like I have to be in nature. Or I'm just going to be miserable. So that's awesome. And that's, that's great, you know, stuff for um, my peeps to listen to even no matter what you got to get up and walk. It's it, it get is up and walk. And the reason why I'm recommending walking actually is because it resets your nervous system. It energizes your body. I mean, remember walking is activity of daily living. So neurologically we're pre-wired to walk mm. when you walk that actually really calms down the nervous system and resets it. So what I would recommend is when you go walking is to play with this. You just lean forward and kind of like every time you take a step, catch yourself. So lean forward and catch yourself. Let your body get alive. Let your body get reactivated again. This is how we move. This is how we walk. Yet another activity that's also very beneficial is biking. If you, if you prefer to bike rather than walk, I would probably start with walking and then add biking and maybe add it as a variety. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go outside. I mean, I don't know how safe people are outdoors, you know, biking. You can also bike on a stationary bike, but this is your way out. This is your way you out. Love, she, and she's not kidding. Everything that she's saying she preaches. I mean, I spent um, on and off maybe two years with Tonka and I saw how she runs her, you know, her business and she's working out with you and she's on the bike. You're on the bike. I noticed you're always on the bike. And first of all, what, tell us your Instagram because you guys have to see, like, I know you haven't been that active since December, yes. but um, I'm getting ready to go back. So I'll be back. Very soon. We, we miss you. You know, you do, you really inspire. You're an influencer and you don't even try to be, you know, it's like, I have so many people that, 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 call themselves influencers, you know, and they just want to be influencers. Like they're not influencers, you know, but you really are. You really are. Cause you walk the walk like this friggin' bitch. You, you should see the shit she could do. It's like ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. So, um, that that's all really, really good information. Get out and walk. That's the first step. First step, I mean, get up and walk and, or get on the bike and just go, you need, you need to take your time, take one hour, take it for yourself. Don't put your job first. Don't put anything first, put yourself first. This is a very, very important thing to remember. You have to start putting yourself first because if you don't, and don't get me wrong, I get it. Children, families, I get it. But when you're not well, how are you gonna be good to these people? How are you gonna take care of them? You really cannot. And this is exactly why reaching for, for stimulants is only pulling you down. It's not making you any better. Maybe you're going to feel good for a little bit, but then you go deeper and deeper and deeper. And then at one point, there is no coming out. This yeah. is the real stuff. This is the real stuff. You focus on yourself and you do what you need to do for yourself. So walking is number one. Put yourself first and go walk. Take that one hour for yourself and and do it. Hydrate, drink lots of water. Remember that hiding space controls your digestion. Okay, you need to stay hydrated. And then we also need to start focusing on food a little bit. Don't eat the stuff that you know it's bad for you. I don't need to tell you what you eat. You know what's bad for you. Okay. Don't eat candy. Don't eat sugar. Come on. Don't tell me that. that oh, but that makes me feel good. No, it doesn't. Yeah, no, it's shit. It's shit. But exactly. I, 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 I want to know where you stand with this because it's it's very trendy right now. And it, it I, I per, what I'm going to ask you intermittent fasting. Everyone, everyone's doing the intermittent fasting. What do you think? I love it. I do it. OK, <laughs> OK. So I actually do. I actually do uh, twice a year. I do 10 day water fasts. <laughs> Okay, now I know, I know, I know. And I'm not saying that everybody should do it. Right. The reason why I do it is because it really, really optimizes my nervous system and my brain function. And what's really amazing, by the way, is the first time I did it, it was the most difficult thing I've ever done. I have to tell you, I thought that I was losing my mind. I was going yeah. crazy. You know, I, I wanted to eat everything that's in front of me. I was like, no way. And then after that, it was very interesting because 
like maybe it was the eighth or the ninth day of my fast. By the way, the ninth day, you know that you have to stop. You have like 24 hours and it's time to kind of like back off of this shit because it's not survivable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like really, you're like, okay, man, I got I to gotta really, really start thinking of getting food in my body. This is when you look at a stair flight and you're like, am I going to make it to the top right now? You know, but it's very powerful when you do, when you complete it, it's very powerful. Um, but anyway, there is a, a on, sci- on the science end, there is something called autophagy. So what autophagy is, is your body destroying everything that it's not serving it well. Mm-hmm. So think about you climbing Mount Everest right mm-hmm. you start with 50 pound backpack okay you go to the first camp i don't think you're going to be able to carry 50 pounds all the way up to mount everest so you start downloading so you look at your things okay i'm not going to need this i'm not going to need this you're down now to maybe 40 pounds the mm-hmm. next camp you're starting to walk steeper okay so more stuff is coming out of that backpack By the time you get to the top, you probably don't have anything on your back because there is no way for you to make it. The body does the same thing. So the first day you fast, the body's like, ah, I got this. Yeah. Second day, dude, I'm hungry. I need food. Yeah. Third day, holy smoke, she's not kidding. She's still fasting. Okay. By the fifth day, everything goes. So for me, day seven is so incredibly amazing because I shrink. I literally shrink. I feel like my whole body is now one piece of machinery that is so optimized that it can handle anything. So it's just really, really interesting. So scientifically, the way this works, after the first five days of fasting, Mm -hmm. your body wraps your organs in this protective layer. And it starts busting through everything and anything that it's not, it's, it's not serving it. So everything that is not wrapped, that means the body doesn't need. So this is how powerful this is. So five days, I would definitely recommend if, if you know, anybody is willing to try it, not necessarily on, on water only, but like maybe do vegetables for five days. Do a lot of water and vegetables, or maybe vegetables and fruits, and see what happens. You know, I, I so- just I was thinking my 17-hour fast was a huge deal. I mean, that's what I was talking Water about. Is. That's great. That's really, well, really good. I, I try and do 17 hours. I try and stop eating at 6 p.m. because when I right. eat at night, and I learned this from you too. Say it again. Give your enemies your your dinner and your friends your breakfast. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Now, you know what I do like a couple of times a week, I stop eating at two o'clock in the afternoon and I start eating the next day at two o'clock. So here's yeah, yeah, a 24 so- hour fast. You don't yeah. feel like you're depleted from food. You don't feel like you're um, de- deprived of food and you still can uh, do 24 hours. And when we Jews do it on Yom Kippur, it's like it's hell. They can't even, we can't even do it. She does it all the time. Yes, no, I had, because you know what? It feels good. It's yeah. really, really good. I love it. It's it, it does. It really does. It's very cleansing. Um, very, so oh, one thing that's also really important about that is your brain, okay? Yeah. If you go to bed, and you just, if you have dinner and you go to bed, your brain does not detoxify. What does that mean? That means that your body uses the cerebral fluid to flush your brain when you go to sleep, like, you know, toxins or debris from the day's function and all that. Yeah. yeah. So you need to be fasting for at least five hours before you go to sleep for the body to detox and flush all that out of your brain. So this is, I'm just saying, you know, because my focus in my work, working out and supporting my system is my brain. Because think about this, what ages, what happens as we get older? Everybody's trying to tell us, oh, cognitive decline is okay. Oh, dementia is okay. No, it's not. No, It's not. This is just us not paying attention to what we need to do for ourselves. And that's damage. I don't want my brain to damage. Uh, so that's why I do exactly, I, I eat for my brain, I sleep for my brain, I train for my brain, I 
detoxify for my brain. So that's my emphasis and that's my focus. And my brain is my biggest enemy. Let me tell you, Tonka, my brain's got me in a lot of trouble. No, no, your brain is not your enemy. Your brain is your friend, Jen. You got to befriend the brain. (laughs) Okay. We we have to like, we have to like delete it and just like reprogram it like a computer, you know, but. Right. But you know what it is? I think that, so think of this. Can you walk into an airplane right now and fly it? No. Our body is 1 million times more complex than an airplane, right? And nobody p- takes the time to get trained how to use this machinery. Okay. You have to go to school to learn how to fly a plane. How many flying hours do you have to be, to have to do before you get in the, in the air and you fly a plane, right? Yeah. yeah. So all I'm saying is that there is nothing wrong with your brain. You just have to learn how to operate it. That's it. It's discipline. It's, it's exercise. Yeah. You, yeah. You have to exercise your brain, like your, like your muscles and it, exactly. for me, it's discipline. Like you, uh, you, your discipline. I don't, I, your drive. I think part of your drive is genetic. I think part of it's because of where you're, you're from, you know, I mean, I, you got some drive girl and you've done some amazing things and we're just beginning. Tonka's going to start her own YouTube channel. You need to have your own podcast and talk about all this stuff. And, you know, have people call in and ask questions because, I mean, this is just the, the tip of the iceberg, what we could be talking about. I mean, we have menopause, we have hormones. I mean, I know all that yes. comes into play there, there. There's just so much. This is just the beginning. And I'm so mad because I really just want to talk about fashion because her <laughs> pro Pilates also always has the best. I learned Corel. I learned so many great brands when I was working for you. I got to tell you. So, oh my God, this is like when I make my next life, I'm going to come back as a fashion thing. I she, love fashion. I love and it. You know, you have the eye, man. I got to tell you, there's two people I know. Oh, I got to turn you on to my friend who owns a, a little boutique in Orlando, Sultry, Tracy, my girl. But she and you are the only two that really just get it. You know what I mean? And like Taka could look at somebody and two people will walk in and she'll know exactly what outfits to pull for this woman and what outfits to pull for that one. You know, you know that there's a talent. That's a talent, you know, and to know what to buy. And, oh, awesome. I love it. I love that. But I also think that this is a huge part of, of staying on the top of that ladder, you know, staying in that superstar circuit. You know, you look in the mirror and you like what you see, man. It's like there is nothing more powerful to a woman to look in the mirror and be like, yes, I love this. I love the way this looks on me. I love the way my body looks. You know, we you cannot waste a second not liking who you are, how you look, what you feel. You have to be totally, totally in love with yourself because that is how you optimize your your body's function this is how you optimize the way your brain works this is where you're in that superstar mode constantly constantly and you know what it's normal you will go from your superstar circuit to your fight or flight circuit sometimes you'll go all the way down to your hiding circuit during your day as long as you get out of those circuits and you always end up on the top that's what you want to be So what's a quick trick, a quick trick, because addicts and um, people that have severe depression and bipolar disorder and all my good people, those are who I hang with. We get real moody and our frequencies are probably down and up, uh, you know, so if I'm down and in my shit, because I want to stay in my shit when I'm down in my shit and I feel bad for myself and I hate everything. And, you know, that is so Jen, this is this is like you being on the highway and looking at exit signs, okay? The moment you feel that way, you know, man, I gotta get out of here. I gotta run now. I gotta get out of here because I'm down spiraling right now. And if I go on the bottom, I can't get out. So change the energy, change the energy, change the energy, change the energy. So I know, and this is also one of the things for me that is really important to be in my top circuit, in my superstar circuit, because I work with people all day long. I'm only as good as, as my focus and my ability to look at the body and see what's wrong. Because if I'm in fight or flight, I don't see anything. If I'm in hiding, I don't see anything. 
I need to be in that top circuitry to be able to, to figure out what do I need to do with that body in one hour so I can make a difference in this person's life to help someone else. So exactly. first so of all, I know. Yeah. so that's how, you know, okay, boom, I feel this, 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 I got to get out. Okay? okay. Or I'm hyper. Okay. I'm just, I'm like, twitching then, like, then i meditate yeah well no. but that's hard too it's hard to make yourself yeah. when you don't want to no go for a walk get on the bike for 15 minutes okay now the one thing you have to remember your fight or flight takes 20 minutes to get out of you cannot just switch like this because oh really that's interesting yeah. that is yeah. i didn't yeah because there's stress hormones that are being released in your system so okay? that means you can't you have to walk for at least 20 exactly. minutes exactly you got to do something for 20 minutes to get yourself out of it you're not going to be able to snap out of it okay wow so yeah. you know that's kind of like where you have to you have to see where am i where am i i just know i'm not in the right place i got to get out okay so, so one tool is either walk or get on the bike that's one tool the other tool that is also very, very powerful is working with your cranial nerves. So cranial nerves are 12 pairs of nerves that originate in your brain. Okay. okay. They control the movement of your eyes. They control the movement of your facial muscles. They control how you swallow, how you chew. Um, they control one of them, which is the vagus nerve actually is the longest nerve in the human body. It controls your digestion, your, um, your breathing, your lungs and your heartbeat. So you can work with those. Actually, one of the nerves also controls your upper traps and your sternocleidomastoid, which is the muscles in your neck. Okay. okay? All right. So anyway, yeah. So how, do, what do we do to like, okay. So what you can do is just a simple, simple trick. You can do it either lying down in your bed, you interlace your fingers like this and you put your hands behind your head. Okay, Jen, let's do it. So okay. interlace your fingers, put your hands behind your head. And now I just want to rest. So you don't have to be lying down, but lying down is all, it's actually really good. Like first thing in the morning, when you wake up, just remove your pillow, interlace your fingers, put them behind your head, and just relax your neck muscles. So now you can do it seated, which Jen is doing now. And now Jen, you know how sometimes when you're super tired, you put your hands behind your head and you just kind of like rest your head in your hands. That's what you're looking for. Yeah. Looking for that release when you're like, oh, I'm so mm -hmm. tired. That's when you like everything relaxes in your hands. You're looking for that relaxation of the neck muscles. Okay, so now I want you to take three deep breaths and I want you to notice how your breathing feels at that moment. So take three deep breaths, John. Okay. Just notice, okay? Right now we're just noticing. Jen, can you uncross your legs for me? Yes. Perfect, perfect. Okay, so three deep breaths. Just notice the breathing. Just notice how deep it is or how shallow it is. Just kind of like allow yourself to be right now. Okay, so now. Remember that feeling because we're going to go back to it in a second. Without turning your head, I want you to look to the right, just with your eyes. Look all the way to the right and hold. We're going to hold it there for 60 seconds. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 20. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 30. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 40. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 50. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, six. And now look straight forward. Take a deep breath again. Inhale. And exhale. And now we're going to look to the other side. Again, the head doesn't move, just the eyes. And hold. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, twenty, one, two, three, four, 
five, six, seven, eight, nine, 31, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 20 seconds more. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, last 10, 10, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. Look straight in the middle. Let's take three deep breaths again. Now I want you to compare how this feels to when we first started. And deep breath in. And deep breath out one more time, Jen. And deep breath in. And deep breath out. Did that feel different? Yeah, I definitely feel relaxed, changed the energy. It was awesome. And then when I when I went to the middle from when my eyes were from side to side and then I would go to the middle, I almost felt like I was like hypnotized. I almost felt like dizzy. Mm-hmm. It was cool. So that's when you know, that's when you know that the nervous system is responding. So this is the easiest way to shift circuits right there. Look, it took you two minutes. And I feel like I really did feel that shift. I really did. That's yes. really cool. Please mm-hmm. don't do while driving. Yeah, no, do not. Do not do that. And yeah, yes, yes. Do not do this while driving. Obviously, we don't want anybody getting hurt. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, so right there, um, I, I, I'm signed up right there. I mean, that really, and everything that you said really goes perfect for addicts that maybe aren't ready for AA. I mean, I I always say, you know, I'm always for AA. I go for, but you know, hey, the reality is, it's not for everybody. Some people don't want to go to Alcoholics Anonymous. Some people that's don't right. and they need other alternatives. And I think that that's great. It's, it's take your walk, the breathing thing. That was amazing. Yes. And then there's one more, right? So what I would do is I would do the eye exercises first. Okay. And then I would go for a walk. Or if you don't want to do the eye exercises, just go for a walk. When you come back from your walk, do those eye exercises again. Now, Jen, did one eye feel different than the other? Um, was it easier to look to one side than to the other? I'm just curious. Yeah, it's always easier to look on the left side, but uh, I think that's because I don't know. Because could, could that be because I'm a lefty? I don't know. Yeah, this is this is more comfortable looking this okay, way. Okay. Okay. No, this actually shows you which cranial nerve is more stimulated. Okay, because remember they pairs. Okay, so wow. they're two. Now your left eye feeds information to right side of your brain. Your right eye feeds information to your left side of your brain. Okay. So this is what I just said. So it's the opposite. So it's the opposite. Right, right, right. Opposite. Which is the creative side, left or right? Your right side is your creative side. So your that makes sense. Side is your logical side. Okay. Cause I have zero logic. I turn to the left that means my right side is stronger. So that makes sense. Exactly. So that's I'll, right. Yeah. Right. So, so, but you want them to be balanced. You don't want to have a weaker and stronger side. How about, can you imagine combining the power of logical thinking with the power of abstract thinking? How brilliant is that? So this is what this work is about. It's optimizing the function of your brain and your nervous system. So then no matter what you do, you excel at it. It's, it's, it's really good stuff. It's interesting. And I've seen firsthand your work. So that's why I'm a believer. That's why I'm having you on my podcast. Um, if somebody wants to get in touch with you one-on-one personal, they want to either see your studio or get your program or go on your Instagram, everything. Tell us everything. Well, you can reach me at the studio um, the, in Fort Lauderdale. So you can contact us you know, via phone, which the number at the studio is 954- um, we'll have it up. Pro Pilates. The phone number of my studio that I've owned for 20 some years. Right, right, right. So it's yeah. crazy. Um, or you can email us at, uh, you can email us at, uh, Tonka, Tonka which is my name at iCloud.com. And, um, I mean, it's really fascinating work. Yeah. 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 You're around because I think that, yeah, you have a, you, you have a voice, you have a message. We talk about how important people's voices are on here. 
And we encourage people with voices to get out there and, and really scream, scream. And you have so much to say. Oh my so, God, I have so much to say. And I have, yeah. I have the power to help so many people because yeah. there is nothing wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with you when you are reaching for drugs. You're screaming for help that you're not getting. I'm here to give you the help that you don't need to be getting it there because it really is not helping you. It actually keeps shoving you in a direction that is, there is no exit. So this is what it's all about. It's about understanding what your body is trying to tell you and also drawing a map how to help the body go to where the body wants to go. I love this thing and I use it all the time. Unless you have the right map, you'll never reach the right destination. I have the right map because my whole life I have been looking for the right answers. And I've done so many nonsense studies. People are like, oh, yeah, this is great. Yeah, it's not. It's not science back. Stop telling people that it is. Until I went to neuroscience, nothing made sense to me. Until I went to ground zero developmental psychology, nothing made sense to me. Until I started to learn how we develop in the mom's womb, nothing made sense to me. And then I was like, oh my God, this is so transparently simple. Why are people not, know, why don't we don't know about this? Why nobody's telling us about this? This is, everybody can do this and you can get a, get a grasp of what, what your nervous system is, what level the nervous system is at. And then you have the tools to keep pushing it up and developing it even more. So much, so much, so much. And we're just getting started and I'm going to be exactly. encouraging you to write your book. So yes. talk, we're going to have you back on Sober Exposure. Um, thank you so much again. And we will see you again. This is not the first time you will. This is not the last you'll see of Tonka. I love it. All right. We'll see you next week. Sober Exposure. I'm Jennifer Wild. See you. Need more? Of course you do. The show's all about needing more. Go to my website at soberexposure.show or get stuck on my Instagram at soberexposure underscore podcast. <laughs>